Welcome. You're listening to For the Love of Real Estate, a podcast with Jeffrey Dusan and Adam Stahuro. Adam, the shift is here. No arguing that. What do we do first? How do we get ready? How do we change our businesses now? Now it's a matter of deciding if you're going to work with the shift, make some adjustments, or if you're just going to give up. You know, it's not for everybody, but we need to have some realistic approaches to what we're trying to do in the market right now. Well, it's funny that you jump straight to that and being realistic. Because yeah. when we talk to most people and we say a shift is here, we run across typically two people. Mm -hmm. The first one says, oh, Jeffrey, I've been fine in other market changes. I'll be fine in this one. And there probably isn't even one. Yeah. So we've got an overly optimistic person there. Yes. Right. And then we've got someone that says, oh, it's time to get out the business. I'm retiring. We're seeing a number of retirements, by yeah. the way. It's an interesting thing that I don't hear a lot of people talk about. Um, and they're overly pessimistic. Yes. And then I think we need to be kind of in the middle. We need to be realistic. We need to be thinking, how can we use this as an opportunity to reset our businesses right now so that 2022 really starts today? And, yeah. you know, we're filming this here at the beginning of Q4. As far as I'm concerned, we get three bonus months on 2022 <laughs> right now. Hurricane Ida kind of did that to us. Yeah, yeah. So, so let's talk about that mindset. What mindset, uh, if I'm going to say, okay, I am going to re, I'm, I'm going to admit that I don't know everything. Mm -hmm. I need to refigure my business. Where do I start? What do I start doing today? Let's make this actionable. Well, I think the, the main thing is obviously goals. It's got to start with your goals of what you want to accomplish because Why are you knowing here? that it's, yeah, we've got to figure out what do we want to do? And then we can back into that. And a lot of it, it, it does start even beyond just what you want to make in real estate. It's the difference that you want to make in your life. Money's just a scoreboard, right? That's yeah. It's just money is just a scoreboard. <laughs> so uh, that's not going to be enough fuel. No, we need, we need it's, to help you find what is going to, or you need to find yeah. what is going to propel you forward. Um, Perpetually, mm -hmm. what is a bigger purpose you feel like you're here to serve? I agree. I, you know, I, I get a lot of agents that say, "Oh, this is how much I want to make. This is what I want to do." But why? Yeah. You know, I can, I can make all the money in the world, but I've got to know why I'm doing it and having that inner purpose. And then from there, knowing, okay, well, this is what I need to do in order to accomplish that. And then from there, I can look into my business and say, "How can I make my business?" let me accomplish what I want to from a monetary standpoint to accomplish what I want to in my life as a bigger picture. So looking at our goals, um, what is it that we would do to break things down and say, all right, how can we keep making money in a market that's continually adjusting? Well, we know that we know what you got to change. Yeah. Your mindset, okay. your mindset. <laughs> so we know you got to set a goal. Mm -hmm. We know that it's got to be something that's meaningful. Uh, a lot of people say it's their kids or it's their spouse. Usually that doesn't work long term. Mm -mm. That might get you through the period while you're expecting a child or a, a particular time, but that's not a long term thing. No. So the bigger you want your life to be, the bigger that goal really is. Yeah. Okay. So that's number one. So number two, 
Now we've got to back down from that and decide how do we build a business that's going to support that big life. Yeah. And really, a lot of it is based on starting with the systems and models that are in place that have already worked, have continued to work, and will continue to work. And then adding a little creativity on top of that. I think a lot of folks will get started and say, oh, well, the market's shifting. I'm either going to get out or I'm going to get radically creative on all of these different things that I can do and utilize in my business. And people start buying different programs and different tools and like I need $4,000 a month of Zillow leads to meet my goal. Yes. And start I'm stuck at 10 million a year. I need to go take on more advertising. Mm -hmm. I need more expenses. I need this. I need that. Yes. And they start to think of all these other things they need. That's really, I would say kind of the opposite of what we need to be doing. Right. Um, and start to look more inward of, well, what am I currently doing? And looking at starting a lot with the free stuff, going back to day one in real estate of what did I do to generate leads before I could afford to pay for them? In an increasing or even peaking market, the person that buys $4,000 a month of Zillow leads and monetizes those looks like a genius. Yeah. Right? That's somebody who we want to, we think we want to model after. But really, once those leads become garbage, once those mm -hmm. buyers, once those leads are, the, you know, the, the rate drops substantially yeah. um, in that convert, that conversion rate drops substantially. There's a problem, and that's what happens in a shift, right? Conversion rates change, all of your uh, ratios change. Yeah. So now we got to re. So our business is being remargined. We need a we need to cut expenses. Exactly. Stop leading with expenses and go back to. To who? To <laughs> the clients yeah. that made us so successful, right? Our, yeah, the ones who already know us, like us, and trust us. We don't need to. Yeah, obviously, we always need leads. We always need to be lead generating. We, I, I see a lot of agents forget their past clients right. and not continually reaching out to them. Or are they just send that, a postcard. If that. Right? <laughs> what were you doing after the storm? Mm -hmm. Were you sitting trying to just hold your deals together? Or were you also calling and texting your client base and letting them know that you know roofers, you know contractors, you know electricians? Yeah. I was running debris cleanup people to clients' homes. I was running, electric. our electrician went everywhere, I feel like, <laughs> uh, uh, and would respond to me first. Yeah. Because I kept sending them deals and because we had done so much work with them before the storm. Yeah, exactly. So that was an incredible value that people can give to their clients that costs zero. It just costs time. Yeah. It really is the, the level of service and the, the professionalism of the standards that you have yeah. in your business and being able to reach out to everyone because your sphere and your database, that's all like a little community right. that you're involved in. And it's a matter of continually providing that level of service and growing the relationship over time. So real estate's gonna get harder. I, I wouldn't say that it's gonna get harder I would say that it's going to be, and not even more strategic, but it's going to boil down a little bit more. So we got to get smarter. Some of the noise out there will cook off. And really what it's going to be is the people who have maintained those relationships yeah. and maintain that level of service that you do that is going to be leading the pack. 
And it's interesting because right now, and this is another way this shift is different than prior shifts, mm -hmm. there's more people in real estate school in the country yeah. than there are realtors that are yeah. licensed. And you know, in even, the entire country, even going back to boiling it down, uh, yeah, some things will boil off, but then also some things are going to stick in. So this is what we need to look at: is that with the agents that are still in the market, you know, like I, I was telling you earlier, is if you can't beat them, join them. So for the agents who are going to the top, find out. Well, okay, if I want to be in real estate, but I don't want to do everything in real estate, maybe I'm good at working with buyers. Maybe I'm good at working on transactions or showing properties. Realizing that you can pair up with another agent who is succeeding at that high level and help them out and say, well, let me be a buyer's agent for you so you can go get more listings. Let me do transaction management for you so you can go get more transactions. And really what I think we'll start to see is more little gigs inside of the real estate job itself and people will almost create like a, a mini brokerage inside of a brokerage. Does that make sense? Absolutely. We're, we're seeing that already. The cost of running a brokerage has gone up significantly and technology has made it worse and yeah. more unapproachable, which we think would be the opposite. Right? Mm -hmm. We think a dot loop contract would help us streamline contracts. But what's happened at the same time? You have no choice because doing it by paper when the amount of paperwork per deal has has doubled yeah. <laughs> multiple times over the last 10 yeah. years. There's another addendum or enough right. added every week, basically. <laughs> uh, what about the fact that we're seeing lawsuits across the industry skyrocket mm -hmm. on a per deal basis? Yeah. Uh, what about the fact that clients expect more? They expect yeah. an app. Yeah. If you don't have an app to give them that gives them the entire United States, every listing in the United States, who are they going to go to? Mm -hmm. And that's the tough well, part with... Who are they going to go to, Adam? Yeah. <laughs> they're going to go to somebody that we don't want them to go yeah. to. It's got a, a vested interest in driving a wedge between mm -hmm. you and your client and then taking them to another realtor potentially where they can get a percentage of that referral or yeah. a percentage of the deal from bringing them somewhere else, where they can get their mortgage business, where they can get their title business. Mm -hmm. uh, that's The disintermediation is real. Yeah. So what's happened... The difficulty of being in the business has gone up. Yep. Complexity has gone up. Costs have gone up. You've seen um, lots of fragmentation over the last decade, and I think that we're seeing peak fragmentation across the country. And we're start, and we're going to start seeing this year. I think will be the first number where that number of brokerages actually comes down. Yeah. And they are. It's a lot of it is going to be because what we really want to try to create is an ecosphere for our clients. Like you were saying, having your electrician that you can reach out to. In real estate, it's even more than that, is having, like you said, the mortgage person who's part of your sphere, who's part of your ecosystem. It's that team. Yeah, and it's having everybody there for you. That your clients know they can go to. Uh -huh. And you do not, a lot of people I talk to say, I've got all those people, Jeffrey. Well, then why are you keeping it a secret from your clients? Yeah. We joke all the time that the dry cleaner doesn't call and check up on how I'm doing. Uh, Whole Foods doesn't call to see how I'm doing. Uh, you know, name the person that my family uses on a daily basis. Uh, their school isn't calling and checking up. You know, unless we didn't pay or something. Like yeah. That. So, really, you can be the only service provider a person has 
that they actually, that actually yeah. feels like they're cared about. The go-to. And that's, this is what I see is, as like even smaller brokerages will grow and they'll say, oh, well, to create this ecosphere, we have to have this system and that's a few thousand dollars a month. We've got to have this one. We've got to have this one. We've got to have this one. And you got to start to daisy chain them all together. And then before you know it, all of a sudden, some of the sales will kind of pull back a little bit, but your expenses won't. They'll still be there. Right. And, and that's where all the those tough in, part's going to be. Right. We And we added all those on at high times. Yeah. We added on Vulcan 7 or, or, or some ad platform or some new website mm -hmm. that sort of works like it was supposed to uh, <laughs> when it was sold to us. We added all that stuff on. We said, oh, one of our deals a year pays for all of this. Yeah. When our average price was a million dollars, you know, because the market was better and things were set, a million dollar home sold in less than a week. Uh, that changed. So here's what I'm hearing from you. Mm -hmm. Uh, first of all, go back to your go back to your roots. Why are we here? Yeah. What's the goal? The next thing is get the spotlight back on the client. Yeah. Just stop going out bragging about how great you are. It's yeah. The clients this... are the reason why you are that great. Go back to them. Thank go back them. to them. Thank them. Serve them. Give them the value. Mm -hmm. um, and lastly. It's remembering that we all looked like geniuses in high tide. Yeah. When, when times were great, everyone looks smart. And skills are exposed when the tide goes out. Yeah. Um, when the, mar when the biz market goes down. And it's just specializing in the area that you know and then leveraging out the rest of it to help you keep growing and being that rock star if you are. Well, that sounds like episode two. Sounds like it. <laughs> all right. Great. Thank you, Adam. Yeah. Thank you, Jeffrey. Pleasure being with you all today. We'll see you on episode two. Thank you for listening to For the Love of Real Estate, a podcast with Jeffrey and Adam. Research and contribution to this week's episode is provided by Jeffrey Dusan Jr. and Adam Strahura. Our engineer chief mixer is Chavis Quick. Keller Williams Realty New Orleans, licensed in Louisiana. Each office is independently owned and operated. Follow us on social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram at For the Love of Real Estate Podcast. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. See you next week.